All right, let's get to it. The beef segment. We do it every Thursday during beef season. You can beef about anything you want. Sports, non-sports, whatever. I'm here for it. The only thing that I do not want to hear, I don't want to hear any bathroom humor, toilet beefs, no JN beefs. Better than that. Hit me up. Let's start on the phones. 1-800-636-8686. One other word of caution. Don't give me some long-form take. Beefs are supposed to be concise, precise, succinct, brevity. Get in, get out. Say your beef, keep moving. It's kind of a rapid-fire thing. All right, let's start off in Eugene, Oregon. Kevin, great to have you. Kevin, what's your beef? Hey, Rome, I got a beef with kids taking too long to get off the bus. Grab your book bag and walk off the bus. Tell little Johnny idiot face that you'll see him on Xbox Live later that night. Got another quick one about school zones if we've got time. Ah. Dude, you shouldn't no. have asked. You should have just done it. Don't ask. Just do it. Not a very good call. I like the way you ended the first one, though. What's the exact line? Johnny idiot John, face. No, not that. Hey, Johnny idiot face. I'll see you on Xbox a little bit later on. 1-800-636-8686. I just said keep it moving. All you had to do is go bam, bam. I knew you were asking permission for a second beef, but instead of asking, just take it and see how it goes, and then we'll decide. Your first one was good enough that I would have allowed a second one. You've already interrupted my flow. Let's go to Roseville, Jeff. Hey, Jeff, what's your hey, beef? Hey, Jim, my beef is with the guy in the gym who walks up to the dumbbell rack, grabs a pair of dumbbells, and starts repping them out about a foot away from the dumbbell rack, checking himself out in the mirror. Completely inconsiderate and totally obnoxious. That's it, Jim. I don't even get that. Like, that's all anybody does at the gym. Well, is he, is he too close to the rack so others can't get to the rack? Isn't every dumbbell rack in front of a mirror so dudes can get in their curls and check themselves out in the mirror? I guess what you're saying is nobody else can get the weights. All right. 1-800-636-8686, Texas. Next stop. And again, like I always say, my favorite thing about the beef segment is all 50 are involved. Terry in Texas. Hey, Terry, what's your beef? Delivery drivers. Why you spend 30 seconds in front of my crib breakdancing and popping and locking for my cameras? Is that supposed to make me laugh or cheer me up? I don't need all that. You know what makes me happy? When my parcel gets delivered on time and you buy day late and a dollar short. What if I came to your job to do my job, but just before I began, I started doing the Dougie? Would you dig that? I doubt it. Keep it professional and get the hell off my property. Go Bills next season. I'm out. Hey, Terry. I like that. Terry. 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 Terry, that was a good beef. Terry. Terry. How would you like it if I came to your place of employment and did the Dougie? Terry. Well done, Terry. I like it. Let's go to Sacramento. Jim in Sacramento. Jim, what is your beef? Hey, Jim. My beef is with you for mispronouncing my daughter's name on her cameo. I even gave you a phonetic breakdown for it, and you still missed it. It's Saidi, not sorry. But she loved it, dude. It made it that much better. She couldn't stop laughing. That is one of the funniest, most thoughtful gifts I've ever given her. Keep up the good work, dude. I appreciate you. Bro, I appreciate you, too. I I really did struggle with that. I really, this is why I hit you up, my guy. 
when you got her that cameo, and it was a name I'd never seen before, this is why I texted you back and said, can you please tell me how to pronounce her name? I do not want to butcher it. And then you gave me some phonetic spelling that didn't help, or at least it didn't help me, and I butchered it anyway. And by the way, bro, you just said it, and I still don't know what it is. Now, I'm I'm seriously sorry about that. I'm glad that she thought it was even funnier that I butchered her name after you told me how to say it. It just was an unusual name. But I take that seriously. I, I wanted to get that right. This is why I reached out to you. I wanted to get it right. So I'm sorry that that was not right. I've had other cameos that didn't come out right that I redid. I'm here for it. Find me on Cameo. 1-800-636-8686. Let's go to Colorado. Louis, Louis, what's your beef? Jim, my beef is with Whataburger Kooks. You knobs are always bashing in and out. Yet, man, look at the drive-thru. It doesn't lie. Look at all your cars and your measly drive-thru. Ah, I mean lack of cars versus that huge line of free-flowing cars that mow through the in-and-out drive-thru. Simple math, bro. Rack him. Simple beef, bro. Rack him! Simple math, bro. Well done, Louie. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. Let's this time go to Texas. Brent. Hey, Brent, what's your beef? Romy, my beef is with a degenerate at the craps table who takes 15 minutes to decide which two dice he wants to crap out on. He rubs the felt, rotates the dice, and then does the inevitable blowing of the dice before he throws his mortgage and Social Security check <laughs> to the other end of the table. And all of this on a Wednesday afternoon in Kansas City casinos. Late. Oh, dude, that was good. That was really good. Where he throws his mortgage and social security checks to the other end of the table. And all of this is done in the middle of the week in a Kansas City casino. That was extremely well done. Brent, good job, dude. Let's go to Houston. We're getting a lot in the state of Texas and having success with it. So I'm going to play that hot hand. Russ in Houston. Hey, Russ, what's up? What's your beef? My beef is with... Bev cart girls on the golf course insisting on showing up on number one. Can you not just mix it in and show up on four or five when I'm desperate out there late? Interesting point. Everything, like, everything's fine on number one. Haven't hit a bad shot yet. Not really thirsty yet. Everything's fine. I don't need it yet. Trying to get me drunk? So far, so good. Let's keep moving on the phones. Why don't we go to Madison? Madison, Pete in Madison. What's going on, Pete? What's your beef? Hey, Jim, thanks for taking my call. My beef is with these people who can't mention the X platform without immediately following it up with the platform formerly known as Twitter. I mean, it's been over a year now. I think we all know what it is. Thankfully, you don't do that. No, dude, I don't. I don't do that. Pete, appreciate it. I do not do that. You know, uh, initially, we all did that because... For the longest time, it was Twitter. But it is the X platform now. 1-800-636-8686. So far, so good. Hey, written beefers, don't get bent. I'll get there. Maybe. Because the callers are really good so far. Let's go to Boise, Duke. Great to have you, Duke. What's your beef? Uh, My beef is with uh, Standard Restaurant Supply on Fairview, right down the street from my house. Uh, it's the end of February, and you still have your animatronic Santa Claus is dancing. 
at least for God's sake, put some leprechauns on there or something. I'm out. Nice job, dude. Like I said, I'm playing the hot hand. I'm playing the hot hand. They're still, they still have their animatronic leprechauns or animatronic elves dancing. At least throw a leprechaun up there. Come on, man. Stop being so lazy. I like it. Let's go to Lyndon. Ken. Hey, Ken, what's your beef? Romy, my beef is with all these kooks that want to have the most wonderful and unique spelling of a child's name. You're just making their life difficult forever. Keep it as simple as Mary and Joe and Sam. And Ken. And Jim. No, I hear you, dude. And believe me, you heard that guy just have a beef with me because I mispronounced his daughter's name even after he spelled it phonetically. I learned my lesson. What I should have done was call that guy on the phone and have him repeat it to me because he just said it to me on the air and I still don't have it. But like he said, it actually made it funnier that you butchered her name even after I spelled it phonetically for you. Dude, clearly I'm not as smart as you or her. Now, if you had named her, I don't know, Samantha, I would have nailed that. 1-800-636-8686-ATX. It's good to have the ATX back here in the jungle. Vince. Hey, Vince, what's your beef? Hey, Senor Rome. Vince here. Hey. Ah! Hey, Vince. Vince. Yo, say. Yo, say, Vicente. My man, you you call this show way too regularly to make that mistake. You know the show. And you know that's going to get you run. And you know if you're on hold, be ready because I'm coming to you. One of the very few rules on the show is if I repeat or if I say I'm going to this person in this town and you regurgitate that you're this person in this town, you're going to get run. It's redundant. I know who you are. Everybody knows who you are. I just said who you were. Dude, you know this show too well to make that mistake. If you were a first timer and you were all nerved out, I get it. But you should know better. Kirk. In Omaha, Nebraska. Hey, Kirk, what's your beef? Hey, Jim. So my beef is with my two teenage kids that drive and uh, inevitably find a way to block access to my garage when I get home and uh, have to park on the street and then go inside and yell at them. I feel you, dude. Kids. <laughs> like, like, why did you have them? Kids. <laughs> Teenagers. DJ would say, Notice I'm not. DJ would say, yeah, but they'll be gone, and man, you'll miss those times. Just kidding, Logs. 1-800-636-8686. I wish I could retell that story I told about Logan yesterday, but I got away with it without DJ finding out, so I don't want to push my luck. I just love that the kid, the kid never, ever texts me, ever. And when he does, it's usually one line, and he needs something. When I busted his ass on something, when he texted, because he texted the wrong person, the wrong thing, me, when I called him on it, he starts thumbing out like paragraphs. You know he went right to his lapper and his iMessage to make his point. When I saw like graphs and paragraphs, I couldn't stop laughing. All right, let's go this time to Encinitas. 
Josh. Great to have you, Josh. What's your beef? Uh, my beef is with moving, Jim. It is an absolute nightmare. Back in the day in college, not a big deal. You had, like, one box of stuff. But, dude, four bedrooms, throwing away crap, changing 800 different addresses. Worst thing ever. War not moving, but also war Solana Beach. I'm out. Bro, yes. Yes. Yes to all the above. Yes. I, I could not agree more with that beef. Having moved a few times in recent years, I know exactly what you're talking about, man. It is so stressful. It is so hard. And if you have a partner that keeps everything, everything, it's even tougher. Now, you're right, dude. Moving sucks. However, if you're moving to Solana Beach or Encinitas, that's not too bad. Those are both good towns. Let's go to Sacramento. Allen in Sacramento. Hey, by the way, this is a good beef segment. I'm having fun with this one. Allen in Sacktown. Allen, what's your beef? Hey, I'm just uh, saying that when I go sit down at a gym, an empty weight machine, I start doing a couple reps. My beef is when someone comes over to me and says, oh, I'm sitting there. I'm doing that machine. So I say to them, how's that? Because I'm sitting here. <laughs> and they go, I'm doing a circuit, man. I got four machines going. I go, oh, you're paying for four memberships? I believe I'm working out here. So you want to work in? And they stand over me with their hulking roids, biceps. <laughs> I'm 145 pounds. And they try to intimidate you. And they finally back off, and they give me a look the whole time I'm working out for the next hour. Like, watch out. We're coming after your family kind of thing. Hell yes, dude. That was so great. Hey, Alan, dude, you're on the watch list for a golden ticket. Thank you, Alan. And that's never come off a of beef. That was so well said. That was an awesome, awesome, awesome beef. Yeah, Rome, you think so because you are him. Thank no, you, Alan. No, I, I work out at home. I don't have that issue. I just think that's amazing what he just said. Hey, I'm on that machine. I'm sitting on that machine. Really, how's that, dude? Because I'm the one sitting here right now. No, I'm working a circuit of four machines. Really? Do you pay for four memberships? And then the guy stands over me with his hulking biceps because he's roided out his ass trying to intimidate me and then stares at me the rest of the workout like he's going to kill me. Dude, that was so great. You're on the watch list, my guy. Great job to you, Alan. Great job to you, Alan. Don't let it go to your head. Don't get drunk on your success. But I am really happy with that. That was a great beef. And not only that, but a beef about the gym when we already heard about the gym today. And still great. Good job, dude. Really happy with you. Let's go to Provo. Mike in Provo. Mike, what's your beef? Vance Mac, good to talk to you. You too, dude. Most clones, most clones will not get this because they do not wash their hands. I'm pretty sure of it. But there I am in a public restroom. I dropped the deuce. Ah. That's not a good call. No. <laughs> you don't like that call. I don't like that call. Not a very good call. Bro. <laughs> Bro, like, like, I liked your energy. I liked the way you sounded. I liked you as a guy. But I said at the very top, no toilet smack, no bathroom smack, no bathroom beefs. I think what you had to say, I think, might have even made some sense. Like, you had a good way about you. I didn't want to do that. But I didn't do anything. You did that to yourself. You know the rules. Let's keep trying. I like it. 
1-800-636-8686. Are we staying with the phones? Let's try another one. Back to Idaho. John in Idaho. Good to have you, John. What's your beef? Hey, John. Hey, Jim. My beef is I played pro ball for years, and my beef is with guys that show up for training camp that look like Tarzan, but they play like Jane. Mm, interesting. You know how it is. You know the, the real dogs. You know the guys who have the real dog in them. Some guys look the part, and then some guys don't look the part, and they're fierce. Some guys look like savages, and they're not. I feel you. 1-800-636-8686. Tommy, what's your call? Let's read some. If you're on hold, do not hang up. That does not mean I'm not going back to the phones. Hey, Jim. My beef is with Alvin for not running that guy with the daughter's weird name. Rule number one, never correct the host. Keith in Milwaukee wore right in my face. I disagree with that. I, I disagree with Alvin on the other rule, but I really right disagree because that was a cameo thing. That was not a radio thing. The guy paid for a cameo for his daughter. He had every right to expect a return on the investment, whereby not only would I provide them some entertainment and or insight, but I'd actually get her name right. He was right. I was wrong. Except phonetically, when he spelled it out, it didn't make it any better for me, obviously. It's Saidi. 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 Like, I can't even say it and I'm hearing it. It's Saidi. Yo, bro, respectfully, and she seems like a really neat gal. Like, he laid out for me what she's accomplished and what she's all about. She sounds like an awesome daughter and an awesome person. It's just not a really easy name, at least for me to pronounce. Saidi. I should, like, take that. And redo it and just drop his voice in. Like, I'll, I'll be like, yo, yo, yo. Insert. Society. You know what's cracking? Hey, what's cracking? Vance Mack here. I'm going to record it next time and let Alvin hit the drop. So, bro, if you want to purchase again. Now, if I were really great, I would just redo it again for free. Alvin may make a cameo on that cameo. Hey, Jim. Let me see here. No, no Cal Vic is back. My beef is doofuses who step in front of me to grab dumbbells when I'm in front of the rack, grinding out the last couple of reps. Hey, asshat, can you not wait 17 seconds for me to finish the set? This one says, my beef is with Jim talking about deuces and turds for 10 minutes, but flat out refusing to ever read my beef about my neighbor Using his own feces as fertilizer. It's disgusting, Chad. But I did. I gave you what you want, Chad. Stop sending it. Hey, Snagger. Don't encourage them, Alvy. Snagger. My beef is with the leathery old lady that sucks down a heater outside my building. And then immediately comes in and jumps into a crowded elevator. That crap is still in your lungs, you old bag. And now it's in all of ours. Take a few deep breaths outside. Pop a stick of gum into that catcher's mid-face of yours. Derek in Des Moines. I'll allow that. Not only will I allow that, I agree with that. This one says, my beef 
is the Dunkin' Donuts near my house, only having two employees working in the morning, schedule more people. Donuts. Romy, my beef is with Starbucks. The overpriced motor oil that they call coffee served in environmentally unfriendly cups and covers contains harmful chemicals. It's simply a status symbol. Your buddy, Eric in Orlando, wore Dunkin' Donuts from the half fam. Country. Wait, I mean... I, I'm look, I have half fam. We're half fam. I have half my family in Boston. And obviously, back in that region of the country, Dunkin' Donuts is a thing. It worked its way out here. I tried it. It's not my deal. I'm not even saying Starbucks is the end all. You know why I go to Starbucks? It's the most convenient. And the people that are there in the morning are nice. It's nice to see people in the morning that are friendly. And it works. But I'm not, believe me, that's not the hill I'm dying on. I'm not going to war for that. But I will tell you this. Dunkin' Donuts did not live up to the hype, and I was hoping it would. I mean, don't act like it's Krispy Kreme. And this whole thing about, oh, best coffee ever, is it? I mean, it's I. Amber's in. Romy, my beef is with the hygienist who did my cleaning this morning using that pointy object in my mouth like he's digging for gold. Hey, buddy, those are my gums. Take it easy, Freddy Krueger. Good job, Amber, always. Amber's so consistent. Don't hate on me and Amber. Don't hate on me because I said she's good at the game. Scott is that guy, writes, Dear at Jim Rome, my hashtag beef is with my wife whose solution to our cats crapping everywhere except the litter box is to buy a $400 self-cleaning litter box. Now the cats crap in front of the $400 litter box. Well played, babe. You sure showed them. Yeah, I understand that life. I got a couple of those. Hey, Rome Slice. Not a couple of wives, a couple of cats. Hey, Rome Slice, my beef is with football announcers saying that a team is forced to punt or has to punt. That really chaps my ass. They are electing to punt. They don't have to. They're not forced to. They can go for it if they choose. Wore that team up north having to vacate the national championship. Don in the natty. Hey, Don, of all the things in the world that chap your ass, that, 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 that's at the top of the things that chap my ass list. It says, got a big, steamy beef, Jim, with the sorry-ass NBA dunk flunk. It's a sorry state of affairs when a three-point contest is more entertaining than a slam-bam-jam show. Middle school star power, don't get it done. Ever hear of the doctor, MJ, Neek? Twelfth men doing the same lame dunk is a fail. I agree, dude, but they're the only ones willing to do it. Dear Jim, my beef is with the tool speeding and weaving through traffic with no regard for anyone else on the road. Ten times out of ten, driving like Jeff Gordon accomplishes nothing. 
four or five lights down the road, you'll be stuck at a red light, and I will be rolling up right next to you. This is California, loser. No matter how fast you go, you're still going to be 20 minutes late to wherever you're going. War toll roads. Scott in San Clemente. He's right, isn't he? It's so dangerous. I know that guy. We all see that guy. And we all pull up next to that guy. He's right. You're not getting there any faster than the rest of us. Even though you're going three times as fast as the rest of us. Look at old Randall Avix. Haven't seen him in a while. My beef is with people that don't have anything better to beef about than Chuck McDowell. Leave Chuck alone. You're lucky he even cancels timeshares for you bastards. I agree. You're lucky she even performed for you bastards. Leave Chuck McDowell alone. He's trying to save you losers money. And he's succeeding. More than 30,000 of you. He's gotten you out of bad timeshares. Why are you coming for this guy? This is how you thank him? Dear Jim, my beef is with my wife's TV tastes. If I got to sit through one more episode of some flavor of the week, true crime, Netflix dog crap, I'm going to walk. Brett and Bugaha, good to have me. Sure you are, Brett. Sure you are, Brett. You're going to walk. You're going to walk out on your wife. Sure you are, Brett. I'll tell you one thing about that. Number one, the true crime Netflix dog crap is the good stuff. But there is a point in time, I'll admit, and it's not just Netflix because I watch true crime everywhere. You do hit a point in time where you finally like, man, I need a break. I need a break. You know, by the way, this is actually bringing me down. I'm no longer absolutely enthralled and fascinated by it. If I see one more person get choked out or buried in the backyard, yeah, I don't need this anymore. Grizzly murders are finally no longer fine entertainment. DJ and I mixed in an episode late last night of Curb Your Enthusiasm for the first time in a long time. And my reaction to that is, because we like Larry David, I met him once, I met him once. When I met him once, I've told you the story. When I met him once, he was exactly the same in real life as he is on the show. So it's even more authentic. And, and Janet loves him. We also saw him once. We went. We were in Santa Barbara at a hotel known for their brunches, and I went down to brunch, and Janet was not ready yet, and I'm blowing up the phone like, oh, you got to get down here. You got to get down here. You will not believe who's here. Just picking through the food. He was there. Anyway, we watched an episode last night for the first time in a long time. Two thoughts. One, genius. It was brilliant. Two, freaking exhausting. Exhausting, man. The writing and the acting are so incredible. But, man, that that is exhausting. Wow, Rome, you must be in pretty good shape if you can't lie in bed and watch Curb. Right. Hey, Brett, you're not walking. Come on, man. Hey, Jim, my beef is with my former roommate who was the track photographer at Long Acres. He talked me into drinking a two-ounce shot glass full of this new superpower liquid vitamin for racehorses. It took three hours before the family jewels can settle down. Dave in Arizona, dude, you're drinking medication for horses. Horse testosterone. That'll, that'll do it. That'll do it. Dude, that, that horse that that was for weighs well over 1,000 pounds. What do you weigh? 
You're lucky you even have jewels still. Last one. Rome. I got a beef with my idiot parents who named me Saidi. Sincerely, Saidi. I even gave you a phonetic breakdown for it and you still missed it. It's Saidi. 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 You see, dude, it's not an easy name. Saidi. I'll bet you, I'll tell you something else. You seem like a good dude. And again, she seemed like a really good gal. I guarantee I'm not the only one who's mispronounced that. Come on. You can tell me every teacher she's ever had nailed that. Every coach she's ever had nailed that. My man, I guarantee you didn't even get it right the first time. And you named her. Saidi, not sorry. I I got to get out. Because Boach is coming up at 40 past. (laughs) Great job, y'all. Great, great job. Albie, what do you say you get your phone out and search for the Prize Picks app? It's on my phone. It's on the phone of everybody on this show right now. Prize Picks is America's number one fantasy sports app with over 3 million members. I play it all the time. For me, it's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. I've mentioned this. I was never into daily fantasy sports. Not until I found the Prize Picks app. Because unlike other apps on Prize Picks, it's just you against the numbers. You have one job. You pick more or less on two to six players and their daily stat projections. You can now win up to 100 times your money with as little as four correct picks. Turn 10 bucks into 1,000 bucks. Quick withdrawals and an enormous selection of players, sports, and stats. That's Prize Picks. Download the Prize Picks app today. Use my code ROME, R O M E, for a first deposit match of up to $100. $100. Who does that? Code ROME for Prize Picks. You do have to be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for restrictions and details. You're listening to The Jim Rome Show. If you like using debit over credit, don't you think it's time you also get rewarded? Now you can with Discover Cashback Debit. It's a checking account that rewards everybody with cash back on everyday purchases. No fees, period. Check out eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Hope you enjoyed that segment. I know I did. All right, we're going to break right now because of the beef segment. See, you did not get cheated on the beef segment. You did not. You got the max segment for the beef segment. This segment was the one that got cheated. Let me get you a sports update because Bruce Bochy is supposed to join me next segment. And I got to be ready for Boch. Here is a bottom of the hour update for you.
Right back at it because my man called early. I do not want him to wait even one more second. Welcome back. We are joined by the manager of the Texas Rangers. He is now in his second season there. He is a four-time World Series champion, three times with the Giants, and of course last year with the Rangers. He is just the 11th manager in MLB history to win over 2,000 games. The Rangers open up Cactus League play tomorrow against the Royals. We are joined by Bruce Bochy. Bruce, it is absolutely great to run you down once again. How you doing, Bruce? Roman, I'm doing great. It's good to hear your voice. What's going on there? Boach, it's great to hear your voice. Everything is good here. I got to start by asking you this. I had a conversation, Bruce, with Dodgers manager Dave Roberts on Tuesday when I asked him about his stories from the offseason. He pretty much shut me down saying that he and the Dodgers spent all their time trying to sign Shohei and didn't have much to say. So I'm hoping I get a better story from you. How was your offseason after you won another World Series? Well, I'll start with, you know, short, and I really like short off-season, so uh, that's a good thing, and that's because of what these guys accomplished, and, you know, I, I want these guys, uh, I've told them that, to enjoy it, savor it, you know, what what happened, but, we, you know, once we get to spring training, you know, it's time to uh, focus forward and, and try to get better, And but the off-season, um, you know, I know Chris Young, CY, uh, he's been busy, uh you know, trying to improve this ball club, and and that's ongoing, and we're still not done. But uh, you know, we've made some nice additions in the bullpen. We got Yates and Robertson; uh, they're going to make us better there. And you know, we lost our DH uh, Garber; he went to Seattle. So you know, that's a hole we got to fill right now. We got some good options here internally, and uh, you know, games start tomorrow. So that's really when we start evaluating. Uh, to be honest, uh, you know, the first week or two, you know, these guys are just kind of getting the cobwebs out and going through the fundamentals and everything. But, yeah, I I like where we're at. Uh, but I can tell you this, see why he's still working to see if, see if something out there makes sense for us. Bruce Bochy joining us. All right, so I hear what you're saying. When you talk about that, let me ask you. The team was so good fundamentally. The team was so good defensively, so good situationally, so resilient. I mean, there's a reason why you were the world champs, lots of reasons. So where can you get better? Where are you looking to improve? Well, we try to get greedy, and, and, and what I mean by that, I think we knocked in a, what 880 runs or something. You know, let's let's try to knock in 900 this year. We have a really good offense. Uh, you know, fundamentally, you can always get better. Uh, you know, we led the American League in fielding percentage. That's what I was proud of because so much was talked about our hitting and. Uh, and our pitching, our bullpen was a challenge last year, so that's an area I think we can get better. Uh, you know, and I, you know, I take that person, you know, personally that uh, we let some games get away last year. Uh, you know, it it was uh, hit and miss sometimes uh, down there in the bullpen. We didn't quite have the consistent uh, consistency we wanted. And Mike Maddox and I, uh, you know, that's what we're, uh, you know, what we plan on working on this year. I, I think more than anything, though, just overall base running. Uh, you know, I, I know that's an area that we're focused on now, and we're really going to emphasize that, and that's a big part of the game. So, you know, in our game, really, it's all about getting better. If you're not, you're slipping backwards uh, because other teams are trying to improve, and you know, when you uh, have had success, sometimes you're vulnerable to maybe a little complacency, and that's that's what we will not allow to happen. I've got a humble group here, and I love the attitude they have here, and it's hard to repeat, but you know, they're determined to try to do it. 
Boach, you beat me to it. I was going to ask you about that because obviously what you have here, Bruce Boach, my guest, what you have here is a really resilient group, right? Nobody could ever question their hunger, but things can absolutely change after you win it all in any sport. I know it's early. Does the group seem as hungry to you right now as they did prior to winning it all? It really does. Even before we got to spring training, talking to guys, uh, um, you know, just, you know, they're their attitude coming into this. I'll just give you an example. I was talking to, you know, Nate Evaldi, and, and we're talking about any adjustments we have to make because it was a short off season. He pitched until November, you know, watch a load management a little bit, uh, cut back his workload. He goes, Hey, we, we got to get ready. Uh, you know, April was a big month uh, for us. And he's right because of our April last year, we're getting some really, really nice rings and we have a tough April uh, coming up. We have what I think 13 games, in our division, we play 17 consecutive games. So, it's not like we can uh, slow play this, and but you know that's just one response from uh, from one of our leaders, and you know that's contagious. So uh, you you have a guy like Marcus Simeon, and Corey's uh, down right now, but you know we're hopeful he'll be ready uh, before opening day. But uh, he's been through this, Corey and Marcus. I can tell you, he's hungry. So you know these uh, these guys who you know help lead this club, uh, they're they're not going to let these guys get uh, complacent. I assure you. Not only that, but you've got some other guys who have been through it. What about Max Scherzer? What's uh, obviously the, what's scary for the opposition is he's getting healthier. Is he going to join you in? Well, actually, what do you? What's his time frame? What's he look like to you right now? How's he doing after the injuries he dealt with last year? Yeah, Romy, we got great news on him. Uh, we really uh, thought at first that we're looking at late June, maybe July, but he's really. Uh, come along, which is good because he was driving me nuts here the first week because <laughs> we we uh, weren't letting him do anything, and uh, he said he felt great. And his last evaluation, the doc said, "Hey, he's going to be ready, uh, you know, sometime in May." So that's good news. May, uh, uh, yeah, wow, and toward the end of May, and uh, which you know we're looking on the uh, starting rotation side. So that that was great news. Just got that news yesterday, and. Uh, so we're we're kind of excited now. We're we're not going to put a target date on him because we we don't want uh, want him to overdo it. But still, uh, just to see him getting around, and he he kept saying, "Hey, I'm telling you, I, I can start throwing now." Well, uh, he went home for a few days, but uh, when he gets back, he will start his rehab. So we're we're excited in, in the fact that you know we're going to have him probably I don't know four, five, six weeks before we thought we would. That is really good news. Bruce Bochy joining me. I'm surprised to hear that. Before you go, let me ask you about a legend who's not in your camp, but tried to be. I'm talking, of course, about Pablo Sandoval. He's with the Giants this week trying to make a comeback. I know that he found you and was chatting you up and sending workout videos. How did he look to you, at least on video? He looked great. He was in uh, really, really good shape. Uh, I'll give him credit. He's, he's hungry to get back on the field. and Yeah, he was sending me videos of not just him uh, swinging the bat, but uh, you know, lifting weights and uh, running. And uh, he's 
He's just got that passion for the game. He's always had that, so I, I'm not surprised that he's trying to make a comeback. So, yeah, I, I talked to him, and uh, we had interest, and you know, it worked out to where the Giants gave him an invite to Major League Camp. Uh, he sent me a, a really nice text thanking me, uh, you know, for uh, just considering him and uh, and the possibility of coming here. So, you know, he's got you know some history there. He's very popular in San Francisco, so. Um, I, I'm happy for him, and I hope things work out because I know he's he's really hungry to get back on the field. Hey, Butch, before I let you go, let me ask you something. The older I get, the more comfortable I've been in sharing details about my personal and family life. Like our younger son, Logan, who just started college, even joined me on the air recently, something I would have never done. I had him in studio. I bring it up because the Rangers hired your son, Brett, to be a pro scout. What's it like having one of your sons joining you in the organization? Oh man, I tell you, it's it's really uh, cool to have him with me. He's my roomie right now. He's staying with me uh, as he uh, scouts the, the Cactus League here. You know, he was out of the game. I don't know, five, six years. Uh, you know, and he just he just got the uh, itch to get back in the game. He came and watched a lot of our games, and you know, he was scouting in his own way because I was getting uh, either texts or phone calls uh, about teams we were playing and. And for this to open up on the West Coast, uh, I, I was really excited for him. He's pumped. He's excited. Uh, you know, the scouts uh, had a retreat last night, and I'd stop by, you know, just to hang out with him a little bit. And uh, he's really uh, enjoying it. And so, you know, you've, you uh, just have to think how blessed you are for something like this to happen. You know, to be working with your son, you know the feeling. Uh, I, I have him around all the time, and you miss a lot of time with him. You know, with the work we do, but now to have you know just have him around more. In fact, uh, just to have him help us, uh, hopefully win another championship. Uh, hopefully, you know, finding somebody out there who can help us. Wouldn't that be the greatest thing ever? Bruce Bochy, manager of the Texas Rangers, in his second season there, won it all last year. He's got four rings overall, and Boch just closed the show for us. Bruce, always appreciate you and the friendship and you making time. Thank you so much for doing that. Have a great spring, and we'll talk again soon. All right, thanks, Rummy. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Appreciate you, Boch. Always, Bruce Bochy joining us. What a legend. One of the all-time great managers and one of the all-time great people. Love Boach. My thanks to William Byron. Good booking day. Daytona 500 champ. Bruce Bochy, manager of the Rangers. Future Hall of Famer, of course. Beef segment was good. Really good. Coming up later this afternoon, episode 302 of the Jim Rohn Podcast with... The leader of the U.S. men's national team, Greg Berhalter. He joins me not only on the pod, but he will be in studio. And we are talking about the beautiful game. Greg Berhalter joining me later on. My thanks to the XR4TI. Thank you for listening. See you tomorrow. We're out.